Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. After some time off, the guys are back with a summer recap series to cover all things sports before the NFL season starts. On this episode, the guys finally cross lines as it's time for a pre preseason QB ranking show. Find out who puts who at number one. Can they handle such ranking such talent? Sit back and find out now. It's good to be back. Here we go. Been a little bit since we did the last episode. We're going to be doing our QB rankings. Everyone come out with rankings since there's nothing happening. Uh, the Madden rankings are all out. So I thought we both made our QB list. We're going to kind of compare. Haven't talked about them beforehand. And just kind of see where we go. How are you doing today? Doing pretty solid, like always. Um, just, you know, sitting here. We're only several weeks away from football, you know. Uh, I always say this probably every episode about how excited I am. But I think you always have to remind the people how excited you are for one of the best sports ever, you know. Um, person, Very personal opinion. But um, besides that, you know, just Colorado heat. Coming out and still out here strong. NFL's giving us new uniforms, some new heat as well. But uh, yeah, we're going to just, you know, just going with the flow like always here. All right. So yeah, we can just start and kind of go through our quarterback rankings. So I said this was, uh, there were a lot of these that I had a hard time with. So we're going to go from the bottom up. And the way I did this, I, it, I spent like far less time on the top, ranking like my top quarterbacks. And, like, I struggled so much with, like, the bottom half. Like, after, like, 16, like, the second, like, the bottom half of quarterbacks in the league, like, just going through and, like, would I rather have this guy or this guy? And I'm like, man, I, this is tough. Like, a lot of these guys, I feel like I could have too high, too low. Uh, I'm interested to see how our lists compare. Uh, you said as far as we took into it. So, yeah, I also take in just kind of, like, what I'm thinking is, like, Slight projection, but also kind of what I've seen so far and what they have around them, taking that into account as well. Uh, how do, What were your thoughts on how you made your list? Um, well, almost came out the way you did. What uh, I always go by, for me, I took – it looked for me it was harder to divide them up at the top, mostly because I feel like it's just when you get to the top, it's very nitpicky, nick, nick you know. So for me it was like picking out like which tendencies did I like over certain guys. I feel like that's what got me to like figure out how to divide, like decide which, which ones to go where. Um, the bottom though, I feel like getting the bottom organized. I haven't, I don't have my bottom tier as organized as I do probably as my other tiers. Cause I feel like when I came to there, I was just like, all right, who are some guys that I know off the top of my head who aren't better than this guy? You know, I had pretty much just like a borderline guy. And I was like, okay, are they better than him or not? So that's how I made those decisions. So we'll see how it goes. All right. So as far as who's in the list, we're going to go bottom up here. So I'll just say this because the first thing. So my thing was I have 33 on here. And so though there's only 32 teams, but my thinking for it is I just did every quarterback that I think will be the week one starter plus Jimmy Garoppolo because I feel like realistically he's going to either get traded or released. But at some point, one of these teams is going to be like one of these horrible teams and coaches and be like, Hey, like we like do really, really bad. We might get uh, some heat. So like Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly better than our quarterback. We should just pick him up to like nothing. Like that's going to happen eventually. I feel like. So I put Jimmy Garoppolo in mind. Yeah. He's in my list too. Was, uh, was not worried about where he would go, you know? Yeah. All right. So you have, you have 33 as well then. Somewhere around there. <laughs> Somewhere around there. We'll go. We'll go when we're. When All we're right. Off. So we can. If there's go. someone that I missed, I'll let you know. We don't have to talk about every individual. We can talk about probably a lot of them. But I'm gonna just start from the bottom, and you stop me when you have one. If I have one that surprises you, uh, we'll go through like the first five, six. All right. So number thirty-three, the last one in my rankings, bottom of my rankings, hurts me to say, uh, Drew Lock. I definitely believed in Drew Locke, but he definitely sucks. So I don't need to spend too much time on that. So I have him as the worst starting quarterback in the league, especially now with the Seahawks roster around him. 
32, I have Marcus Mariota, similar situation, uh, different a little bit. I, he's a veteran, so I have a little bit more. Put him a little bit over Drew Locke because I feel like he'll make less mistakes. Number 31, I have Daniel Jones. I thought Daniel Jones could maybe turn it around and be something last year, but no, nah, I think he's pretty bad, even though he has had a horrible line. Wouldn't be surprised if Garoppolo ends up on the Giants, to be honest with you. I could easily see that. Um, 30, I have Mitch Trubisky. So I did not put Kenny Pickett in mind because knowing the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky's going to be starting for sure. They're not going to throw Kenny Pickett out there the first week if they have Mitch on the roster. That would defeat the whole point, even though I think Pickett needs to play early, so I didn't put him in here. Uh, so Mitch, mm-hmm. uh, 29, this may be way too low. This guy could easily be up like 10-plus spots at by the end of the year, but I had Justin Fields 29 and I put him in the bottom of the young guys and I like Fields, but just because man, it was rough at times last year and the the Bears, man, I just do not trust them. What they have around him is so bad. His horrible line, his receiving core is arguably going to be worse because he won't have Allen Robinson and they added some people, but like, I don't love it. I don't love their draft. I don't really love what they're doing. Uh, So I have him 29. So I'll stop there. Does any of that uh, concern you? How did you rank your bottom? Yeah, there's a, a couple of concerning things. <laughs> um, I just feel like when I think, all right, for, for, for me personally, it'd be Trubisky. Um, I feel like you got to give Trubisky a little bit more, uh, probably higher than, I feel like he needs to be higher than Fields um, just because of, he did have that. He had that whole year off. He learned a lot from. I feel like he's going to be coming out swinging. I think he's going to surprise you. I feel like he will be surprised. I believe that Mitch can be effective. I just feel like. Yeah, I feel like he will be a lot more effective than people think. You know, like obviously we don't know what his future is going to be, which I feel like is what's weighing him down a lot. Is because we all know his future is not going to be that long in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But ah, uh, I feel like we should be giving him more of an upside, at least more than Fields, because I mean he did win a playoff game. I like to always throw that out there. So uh, if he plays like the whole year, if he plays well, he might play the whole season. Kenny Pickett might not play at all if Mitch is playing. That's what I'm saying. Like if we, we, I won't be surprising to me either if he plays decent enough, you know. But another one that surprised me was Daniel Jones. Um, the CU go ahead and take that dip down on he Daniel Jones and Danny Jones. Thirty-one. You had him at thirty-one, which is Pretty low. Yeah, very low. Um, I would have I would have had him probably over the next few guys you might be saying here, okay. but so, that's just me personally. So I would see. I'm going to sit back and see what else you have to say for the rest of this bottom guys. You don't want. You're not going to give me. Let me hear your bottom yet. Like your bottom couple. Well, I would like to say that I have Drew Locke also at the bottom of my pyramid. <laughs> okay, there we go. We agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, had, I was about to say that's probably the one thing we can agree on. <laughs> I uh, do have Mariota also faring down low as well, but I have him. Uh, yeah, I do have him. Yes, actually, I do have him right after Drew Locke. Okay. And then what makes it more interesting, though, is I have Trey Lance. Like, I am still. You really do not. Uh, Trey Lance. You do not believe in Trey Lance. <laughs> um, but, I mean, after all these Jimmy Garoppolo trade, uh, I forget, like the Garoppolo trade and everything. You know he's throwing well. He's gonna be out there soon. And if they, act, if the 49ers actually show me that they're gonna, they're willing to move off of Garoppolo, going to, then I'll, that'll be that'll be my sign of hey, all right, they're ready to take this step. Should should I, you know? So until they get rid of that safety pin of Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm gonna say uh, Trey Lance is gonna be a little lower on my list. But just because he's also unproven, that's mainly the main thing that's knocking him down. To me, is that he's the least proven out of most of these guys we're going to be talking about. So, um, after Trey Lance, that's where I would probably stick Justin Fields. Um, That's where I would. So I feel like that's you know pretty much where right around where you had him. And let's see, I'm trying to make sure going over my list before I run over your names, but it looks like I will. I got after Drew Locke and then these guys, all right, so these two I had, this is the problem where I had separating some of these guys. And that was Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff. Those three guys, I was very hard. Uh, Those are the three that I was, that were pretty much up next. I'm trying to figure out how will I separate them from. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, what were you, what would you think? What would, what is your list going through? Maybe you'll help me break it down. <laughs> you would say those names. I'll tell you one thing. I did not put Sam Darnold on this list at all because I don't think he's going to play. Baker's going to win the job. So I have I, Baker also on this list as well. I didn't even put Sam Darnold on mine, so I'll just push, give you that as a disclaimer. But I think he sucks, so it's probably over uh, at this point. Um, so, yeah, I had – I'm kind of agree with you on Zach Wilson. I really struggled with all these second year guys outside of Mac Jones, as far as where to put them. Um, So, yeah, I agree with you. I struggle on that. So I have 28, I have fields, 29, 28 Davis mills, 27 Trey Lance. So I still have him pretty low, but not as low as you. And then 26 Zach Wilson. So that's how I ranked the second year guys outside of Trevor and Mac. Okay. I forgot Davis Mills. That was actually one of the guys that I did forget on my list. And I would put him probably right where you put him. I actually higher, one step higher than Trey Lance, just because I don't trust Trey Lance. I trust Davis Mills because he actually played the football season. Davis, but... Mills. Davis Mills played better than ever, all the other rookies except Mac Jones. And he had just as bad a team, if not worse, than Lawrence and Wilson and Fields. And he was better yeah. than all of them. So that has to count for something, I feel like. That's got to count for it some. does. But looking into the future of the Texans, and you know, today we were given the bad news of John Menchie. Uh, That's you know very sad. Yeah, it's yeah, it, 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 the bad news just keeps rolling. But if he can roll with the punches that the Texans just keep receiving, who knows what he'll turn out to be? You know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It does help that they have all those Browns picks. Well, it might not if Deshaun Watson doesn't have to play, get suspended, but that's here nor there. Uh, you want me to keep going with mine, or are we caught up to where well, you're at? Hang on. Uh, we're almost caught up. For me, it's just um, – for my list, it's still Jared Goff, Zach Wilson. That's where that spot is. Um, and I got two more guys. That's where I put Daniel Jones. I'll probably put him above those two guys, which above? is already spicy. You have Daniel yeah. Jones above Dar- Jared Goff? Yeah, I would have Daniel Jones over Jared Goff. I have Jared. I have one more quarterback to top off my bottom list, and I'm very upset that I that he's still a backup, and I'm a huge fan of him. And it's Gardner Minshew. I really want Gardner Minshew to get a revenge tour. I know you're saying no, but this is my moment, folks, for me to hype up my boy Gardner Minshew. I've always been a big fan of him. I think Jacksonville done him dirty. Um, we should. He showed great moments. I think where was it at Philadelphia? He played pretty good bet football yeah. in Philadelphia. He played decent enough. They so, huh? They went one in fifteen. His last season as this QB. That's because he was a part of what team, Colby? The Jags. Okay, but <laughs> oh. you're not doing enough to. You're saying the Jags did him dirty. If you you love Gordon Minshew, if you had the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence, you would have not drafted him and stuck with Gordon Minshew. That's what you're telling Colby, me. There's so many Madden franchises where I did decide to stick okay, with Gardner Minshew and not Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence that you should not be asking me that question. That okay. you should not be asking. Jaguars, if you were the GM and your real career depended on it, would you not draft Trevor Lawrence so you, and you would have stuck with Minshew? I wouldn't have tanked for two years straight. That's what I would have first done. I would have not lost two. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have won four games in two seasons. I would have done that first. That's not, <laughs> I won four games in two that's seasons. not the question. That is the question because Gardner Minshew was there two years ago as well. And they were already admitting to tank. I'm just because they weren't even letting him start then either. I'm just saying simply, if you were in their shoes, you would have not drafted Trevor Lawrence and you would have stuck with Minshew. I don't care about anything, any other hypotheticals. Well, it depends. I would actually give him Garner Minshew a chance if I was the GM. So I probably wouldn't have been in that position to uh, tank for Trevor Lawrence. All right, that's fine. <laughs> My boy's out there winning football games. We're not setting up for failure. Okay. Tanking's for pussies. <laughs> Okay, how about, but like you inherit that job. Like, but hang on, hang on. I'll answer this right here for you, Colby. This is where I'll answer all your questions, I think. Is that whenever I told you that that deciding guy was who would be who's better than this, Mm -hmm. and Trevor Lawrence is the next guy that he was my deciding guy for us to go into that next category, I guess, of quarterback. For me, it was Trevor Lawrence. And I think none of the guys that I listed would be better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So, that that right then and there 
that that is what I I truly believe. Okay. So if that answers your questions right there, then that, that's where I'm going at. But Trevor Lawrence was one of my border guys that I had. Like, are they better than Trevor Lawrence, or do I think they will this season at least be better than Trevor Lawrence? And I don't I don't see Daniel Jones or any of these guys particularly overcoming Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. Maybe, uh, like you said, Davis Mills, but or Trey Lance if he gets the full season shot. But right now, Trevor Lawrence is my border guy. That's interesting. I struggle with where to put Trevor Lawrence. I probably have him a little too high in terms of what he's done so far. But I'm also projecting just because I feel like at the end of the day, he was in like the worst possible coaching situation ever. Literally, where was that at? Worse than Doug Marone. Where was it at, though? In Jacksonville. Ah, okay. and I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, all that. Were they tanking stuff. for something this year? Who was the quarterback they could have tanked for this year? They were tanking for Trayvon Walker. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't turn out for well. <laughs> I'm just saying, from the pure point of view of like, Urban Meyer was his coach last year, and this year his coach will be Doug Peterson, who won the Super Bowl. And I feel like that just mm-hmm. elevates him so many spots just on that pure fact. He's going to. Yes, I agree far better coach so I might I'm projecting a little bit with Trevor but I also just feel like he's still a generational prospect realistically like he's still like the most impressive college quarterback prospect we've seen in like 10 years almost so I'm gonna get well there's one that's going to Texas yeah that's it'll be a while after Trevor Lawrence will been in the league for a minute by the time Arch Manning gets there Um, that is tough though all right so you want me to keep going or you want to go? Yeah, let's hear, let's continue on with the Colby list. All right. So I, the last one I said was 26, Zach Wilson. So now this is another range here from about 17 to 25. That's kind of dicey. You can fight me on all these. So I have 25, Jameis Winston. I'm, I know we love Jameis Winston, but he's coming off an ACL and he doesn't have Sean Payton anymore. Does have better weapons. 24, I have Tua. All the pressure, all the weapons. Don't really still believe in him a ton, but I feel like he will have a much better year than all those guys I said below him. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 23, who I might have low or possibly high. I still have some questions about him as a passer, but he's definitely a great athlete, a good quarterback. Seems like he's, he probably will improve again this year, so I might have him low. I have Jared Goff, 22. You had him much lower. I may be overestimating Jared Goff and with the pieces he has around him. Uh, and then 21, I had Wentz. I don't know if that's okay. too high or too low for Wentz. What do you think about that? Okay, so let's see here. You had a lot of the guys that I had on my list in my mid-range as well. Um, I have Tua and Trevor Lawrence neck and neck. Um, I really think they are going to be – I think that, like you said, Tua also has a new coach, new offensive coach. And Mike Daniels, um, I hope it works out for him because I, I like I also like the head coach of Miami. It's a very fun atmosphere. It looks like they're trying to make over there. Like it's supposed to be a very fun offense. It's supposed to be very explosive. We're supposed to see a lot, you know. So Tua, like you said, a lot of pressure. If he pans out, it's gonna be me projecting him to be higher with Trevor Lawrence, of course. That's why I have them that connect. Um I have Winston in the same relatively same spot as well. Um, even though he did go five and two in his starts, I did put him in this same category, same area range as you did. Um, had him right around there. I really think that he'll have a nice bounce back season to maybe and hopefully actually correct us on that. But like you said, you know, we have to wait and see for that one as well. Uh, I have Hurts though as well. I think this one probably surprises you is that I did also put Jalen Hurts in here, even though I've been very big. I'm putting Jalen Hurts up and very – I've been projecting him to have a big year. Um, I still think he has to be in this category with these guys um, just because these are pretty much – it sounds like this area is just our bounce – this is our bounce back, like guys that need the bounce back, you know. For I mean, look – I mean, the names I'm about to list off of this as well. I have another couple guys that he should bounce back. Carson Wentz. I think, you know, he has another chance in Washington. I have him tied up as well um, in this list. And let's see, this one probably will shake you up a little bit. And it's Jimmy G and Mac Jones. I also have them. They're at the bottom. They're more towards the top of the list of this section. But they have Jimmy G and Mac Jones there. Okay. So 
What are your thoughts on that? Before we get to the next tier, those are the guys that are knocking on the door is Jimmy G and Mac Jones. I like that. I have Jalen Hurts. I'll say real quick, last thing on him. I do have a plus sign next to his name because he could definitely take a big jump if he pops this year, which I do think he could. Second year with the offensive coach, much better weapons around him now. Like he could much better. Uh, I may have golfed too high. I actually, Jimmy G, I had him 20. So he was the very next name on my list. Having him above Wentz is maybe not correct. I don't know. Go either way. Wentz has more upside. I, I almost want to say Jimmy G makes better decisions, but people act like Jimmy G is like this wise veteran. He does throw some quite, quite bad interceptions sometimes. Oh, he could throw some ducks. Yeah. Does, uh, some, make some questionable reads out there. See, I have or runs, questionable I runs. <laughs> I have Mac Jones a little bit higher, even though I don't think the Patriots are going to be as good this year. And I think they'll kind of be a flop. I do feel like I have to give him some respect because he was so much better than all the rookies, even though he had a better situation. He's still never had like great. It's not like he had the amazing weapons. So like he has like probably one of the least dynamic receiving cores out of all these people. They added a few guys. We'll see. So I don't know how good he's going to be. I have him a little higher than you though, but not, not a crazy amount higher. But I do feel like it's year two. He'll probably – he himself will probably be a better, smarter quarterback. I don't know how good the team around him is going to be. Probably not very, but. <laughs> yeah, the back Jones, the, it, that to me is shaky. If he plays well, you know, that's going to make him stand out even more. And Patriots Nation is going to be hyped for that next offseason because then they're going to be really shopping for a receiver, I feel like. Like you said, that's when they'll really be shopping for a weapon. But. I really think it's going to be a very hard offseason. I mean, uh, this season, I think it's going to be a really challenging season for Mac Jones. Just because, like you said, even though he didn't have the most stellar weapons, he still I think they still found a way to manage to lose a couple weapons, I think. Even so, like, they still managed to lose, like, lost one or Josh two. Daniels, best weapon of yeah. all. Yeah, and that was what I was saying. And they lost their offensive mind, which I think they're – I mean, I feel like a lot of people could also predict the Patriots playbook at that point like last season we could have kind of predicted how they were going to play very short short game passing might be seeing a lot of that coming back again but who knows maybe it'll, whoever I, I think it's what Patricia coming up with the plays now for offense not defense now so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for Mac Jones but uh yeah like I I agree with you um you didn't say the name that I that you didn't relatively put in there. And I was going to say this name will be the last name, I think. That, and he's my border name. He's one of my border names, of course, to go into the next category. And it's Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think like all the guys that we listed, I think Ryan Tannehill did prove himself more than these guys this last season wow. of holding a team without their star player. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, I have Tannehill at 18, so – uh, yeah, I kind of have him in that range. He, he's better. I think he's proved more than all those names I've said that we've said. But at the same time, the writing's already on the wall. Uh, they already drafted Malik Willis this year. And he's getting older. Like, it might not be pretty. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I have him 18. I agree with that. I think he was kind of a border guy for me as well. Everyone... Like if I am above Ryan, have him above Ryan Tannehill on this list, and I'm the team, I'm like, okay, like I feel fine about this quarterback situation at least for the moment. Like I'm comfortable. That's my exact thoughts as well. My guy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But so I got. Uh, yeah, you want me to keep going then, or yeah, let's keep it rolling. Okay, so I got number nineteen. Jimmy G was twenty. Nineteen, I had Baker. Um, that may be too high for Baker, honestly. I don't know how good the Panthers are realistically going to be. I just am always pull, pulling for Baker because I love him so much coming out. And he's had he had some great moments for the Browns. They betray him. He is kind of an idiot sometimes. Um, so I couldn't put him any higher than 19. And then I had Tannehill 18, one spot above him. Okay. So, yeah. So my next category, and this one, okay, like I said, this is 17 Probably too high, but I'm just banking on the pedigree and the pure talent and potential. I have Trevor Lawrence 17. That's probably too uh, high falls. given what he's shown. But at the end of the day, all those people we've said below him, like he's far more physically gifted than all of those people. He has more pedigree. 
he's just like the perfect quarterback made in a lab. And I feel like he's going to work out, even though he is in Jacksonville. Uh, and then I have 16, Mac Jones. But all those quarterbacks we said, and if we were doing this as like a trade value chart, Trevor Lawrence would probably be even higher. But all those teams that we said, all those guys we said, their teams would trade them in one second for Trevor Lawrence. They wouldn't even hesitate if you're being honest with yourselves. Probably some names above them too. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I just want to like contemplate what team would actually – Of all the names we've said so far, if they said, I'll give you this guy for Trevor Lawrence, those teams yeah. would all say yes in one second. Yeah, easily. I, I easily – and I definitely agree with that. Like, let's just – I'm just going to round them out, those names that you just said. That was a great take. I mean, like, let's just think about this. Seattle, Falcons, Giants – uh, Pittsburgh, the Bears, Texans, 49ers, Jets, Saints, Dolphins, Eagles, like the Lions. You're telling me those teams wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence in a heartbeat and probably be playoff contenders. Or at least. Well, besides the Giants, <laughs> besides a few of those teams. But I mean, like when we were those latter teams that we're talking about, like the Eagles, like if they had Trevor Lawrence, we're talking about a playoff team almost if they had Trevor Lawrence over Jalen Hurts. From what your list is saying, they would be a lot more of a competitor. Trevor Lawrence on the Eagles would be sick. That would yeah. be filthy. <laughs> so that's that I agree. Like the, that I, that's a good take. Yeah, I agree. I may have him too high, but I also so I have Trevor Lawrence. I have a plus and a minus next to his name because the minus <laughs> is that I may be too optimistic, and the plus is that well, if he does pan out to his potential, he could easily be like in the top ten next year. That's how gifted he is. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he can bump up very easy. All right, so now we get into a group here. I'll say 13 or like 12 to 15. 12 is kind of a variable. These are kind of like your, okay, wily veterans, smart, talented enough, not top tier, can win games. Can you win the Super Bowl? Probably not. Maybe, maybe if you have like a great team. And 12, I this think. Sounds like my this sounds like my kind of tier. I think you can win the Super Bowl with number 12 if you have a great team. Uh, the others, I'm okay. not sure. So number 15, and I don't know if this is too high or too low, probably a little – this is probably about where he belongs. 15, I have Matt Ryan. Um, okay. Matt Ryan, he still accomplished a lot. And the Falcons sucked really bad the last two years, but the, at least last year. Like, yes, he's declined a lot, but that is not his fault. He had a bad line. His weapons aren't even good anymore. His defense is like one of the worst in the league for the last several years. And now he's on a much better team with more protection. Weapons still aren't great, but better protection, running game, a much better defense. So I have Matt Ryan 15. I feel like he deserves to at least be that high. 14, I got your boy, Kirk. I think I was being nice to Kirk putting the 14. I think you probably have him higher, but I feel like there are a lot of people who would have him lower than 14. So I felt like that was a nice place for Kirk, firmly above average, two spots above the middle of the league. Uh, great team. I like it, yeah. He's pop off this year a little bit. Last year was not really his fault. Like, everyone shits on him, and yes, he does come up short a lot, but last year was not his fault. Um, so I have him 14. 13, I have Dak, who has – obviously, there's the running joke about Dak as the black Kirk Cousins. At the end of the day, I just feel like Dak is a slightly better leader. That's really the only reason to put him above Kirk, and he's a little bit more athletic. Other than that, though, it's very close. So I have Dak one spot above Kirk. And then 12, top of the list, and the guy I think you can win the Super Bowl with, who I firmly believe is better than all those guys, is Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not getting enough credit. He's really good. I feel like he's going to pop off this year with Devontae Adams. I don't know if they'll be good enough. His line's still questionable. But he's got all these weapons. He's a veteran. He's carried – dumpster fires for many years of his career and this is probably easily the best offense he's ever had around it by far so i have him 12 okay okay so we got a lot we got a lot that are uh, a lot that are similar here um believe it or not i actually have them all right all those names that you said are relatively within their that range they're just in a little bit of a different order um so we already said ryan Tannehill. He was pretty much my gatekeeper to going into this area. So right after Ryan Tannehill, I had um, – I chose to put Baker Mayfield. So he would be – remember, this would probably be my – what would be 15, 16 spot. 
You're so Baker may be. Yeah, Baker would be my 15-16. Um, I still have hope in Baker. Yes, I still have hope in him. Uh, I really think he's not better than Matt Ryan, though, because Matt Ryan, like you said, is proven. I mean, last year wasn't his fault. So just like the same story as Baker, it wasn't his fault. He, Baker just decided to play through an injury, which, you know, sort of is his fault, actually. But <clears throat> side of the point. <clears throat> uh, afterwards, though, uh, I actually had Dak Prescott after Baker and Matt Ryan. Um, he would be pretty much at my 14 spot and everything. For me, Dak Prescott, they'll be losing some weapons this year. The yeah. offense is going to be very – it's going to look pretty slug, sluggish. Ezekiel Elliott's on that do-or-die year right now. From what I've, huge loss. Yeah. It's, and they – yeah, them, they're losing – they've lost some pretty notable names this year. Um, yeah. I don't think Amari – I don't know how much of a hit of a hit Amari Cooper's going to really be. I mean, he was – like, he was Dak's first go-to guy. But, I mean, I think Dak will be easily able to overcome that. Yeah. Um, personally. Um, afterwards, I got the afterwards, not I got Kirk Cousins after Dak Prescott. Okay, so you just had him flipped. Yeah, I did just have him flipped. And personally, I and it's personally because, um, I think we, like I said, I think we get the offensive coach is going to give us the slight advantage, or at least Kirk in this case, the slight advantage over Dak now that he has his own offensive coach. Um, all those nasty rumors coming out of Minnesota about how. Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer didn't get along for the last two seasons, you know, started are starting to come out. And it's just like, oh, my, it's like I knew it's it's pretty bad how ugly that went down. But at the same time, it's for good. So really excited for me personally, it's probably also biased to me being excited to see how that season goes for Kirk. He would be my uh, big plus mark there. Because uh, I know your window, your Super Bowl window was at 12, but I think it will be 13. So I think the Vikings are just as similar as a case as uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. I think we are just as similar as a case. I mean, they have a, it, the Raiders have a tough AFC West, but the Minnesota Vikings got Aaron Rodgers. So I think like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to go through if they want to hit a Super Bowl, which I, and Stafford, and, you know, just so they all have their own different roads. But I mean, Derek Carr, I do have him for higher up in my list further down the road. But um, a name that I did just almost stutter out afterwards, which would be pretty much my 12 spot, would be Deshaun Watson. Ooh. So Derek Carr will be higher than 12, but Deshaun Watson I have at 12. All right. And we'll go then to the next one. I sent the link. All right. So, yeah, the last one, you said you had Deshaun Watson as your 12 car above him. I have no problem with that. I have Deshaun Watson a few spots higher with an asterisk. Obviously, he's kind of a serial predator probably, it looks like, which isn't great. Um, well, Colby, uh, we have to remember he might be playing football now. Yeah. So just saying, uh, he is playing. I'm go- I have him a little higher just based off of – not much higher, but just a little bit, just based off the fact that, like, the last time he did play football, he was pretty amazing. Like, he is a really, really good quarterback, very talented. So, yeah. Um, so I have him. Sorry, I completely zoned out right there. I had uh, I had him at ten um, on my list, just because of all that. Uh, okay, so we're at. You say he's at number ten. So we're finally entering our top ten. Yeah, that's why I wanted to say is that for all the next names I'm about to say as well are my top ten quarterbacks. So I also I had Kyler Murray eleven. So I have Kyler Murray in between Derek Carr and Watson. I mean, I would probably rather have Kyler Murray than Watson because of all that stuff, but Watson was better than Kyler Murray the last time he played. Um, so I have him at 10, but with an asterisk. But Kyler Murray, you can absolutely win the Super Bowl with, as with the rest of the names on this list. Who do you have? So I had Kyler Murray over Derek Carr. Um, I think Kyler Murray, after getting this bag, um, I know previously I used to say, Oh, he's a drama queen, yada, yada, yada. But it's done. It's done now, you know? Yeah, so, boy. yeah, and they got their guy. And you know what? The Cardinals are, like you said, are pretty much – will always have a playoff contending quarterback now, you know? They'll be in the – they'll be contending. They'll be in – they'll be at least a name to throw around in the NFC, you know, playoff hunt because of Kyler Murray. 
he'll be doing things. I'll admit that he does things that other quarter, it's almost like Lamar-esque, you know? It's like he, he does things that it's hard to duplicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have him over Derek Carr. The only thing, oh, I feel like the only reason why I have him over Derek Carr is because he has that special ability. He's younger. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. Derek Carr has that dog in him where he wins games. Yeah. Like he has, I have it written down because it was one of the things that I had to find out what breaks the tiebreaker. And Derek Carr has six game-winning drives last season. He led the league. So, like, that was one of the stats that I had to bring up. Like, that's something that you have to – do have to bring out, you know. So, for him, he was one of those guys that were tied up. But I did have Kyler above Derek Carr. That's fair. Yeah, I have him one spot above him as well. Kyler, I will say the last thing on Kyler, you mentioned, like, the fact that the Cardinals, like, they have that superstar quarterback with their special abilities. You look at the rest of this list, there's only three other names that I have, and I think that you have as well, unless I'm forgetting someone. Three other NFC quarterbacks that are above Kyler on this list. And two of them, one is Tom Brady, who half retired for a month this year, so it could be his last year very easily. And the other is Aaron Rodgers, who now has no receivers, and it also talks about retiring it like every week. So you can see a very real path here in about like, one to two seasons where Kyler Murray is all of a sudden the second best quarterback in the NFC. So like, that sounds like a Super Bowl window to me. So I'd be very excited from the thoughts that I have. Him. You are completely correct. That's all I can <laughs> say. You are completely correct. Yes. I have those names in that exact list, but you do. You gave me this though, Colby. Kyler Murray may be third, but guess who I put tied for fourth and fifth. Kirk. I put Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott in the NFC. That's how I mean. That's how strong the AFC is, and we're about to get into that. That, that I mean, Russell Wilson was, used to be he used to be in the NFC. That's that's what gave me more but Now he's in the AFC, so it makes Kyler's job a little bit easier. And it's not like Russ was doing anything in Seattle, anyways. These last two seasons. So, anyways, let's continue on this list, Cole. What do you got? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so yeah, into my top 10, I had Watson 10. So I have nine, Russell Wilson. I don't know if I'll be interested to see if you think that's too high or too low. He's obviously a great all-time quarterback, but what have you done for me lately? Not that much. I mean, he's good. He hasn't had the best team around him. I'm sure he'll probably pop off with Denver. This could be too low. Eight, I have Lamar Jackson. Um, He's still an amazing, incredible talent. He can win you games by himself. They were eight and three before he got hurt, and, like, you can easily win a Super Bowl with him. Do worry about their receiving core and his weird contract situation. Uh, but he's an eight, seven. I have Matt Stafford, guy who just won the Super Bowl. Um, obviously happy to see him get it. He deserves it after all those years suffering in Detroit. Amazing talent. Probably not. Still probably seven is where I think he belongs on this list. He did have a super team. Um, so, but yeah, he's great. Uh, so that's – and then six, right. I have – Herbo, and then we'll do the top five at uh, last. So what do you think about that stretch? Do you agree, disagree? Herbo right there, huh? At six. Is that too low? I understand your reasoning. That's all I can say, Colby. I understand your reasoning. Okay. Um, I understand why, but I have Herbo a little bit higher on my list just a little bit not too crazy high but he's a little bit high um i where you said russell wilson being at number nine is a little controversial it's spot on where i had him i had him one step a little bit higher than kyler just because russ does have that playoff experience Mm -hmm. that veteranship you know he can still make those nimble plays um better weapons better thing better environment right now for him in colorado so it seems um it's going to be interesting how it goes for him. That's why I have him slightly higher than uh, Kyler. But um, afterwards, I have Stafford at eight and everything. So not too far off, again, from where you had him. Um, I had Joe Burrow higher than Stafford, even though he lost to Stafford in the Super Bowl. I had J- Stafford and Burrow actually linked together. I think they're very swishy-washy. You can put them anywhere in this range. You can put one above the other. You can say, oh, Stafford beat Burrow, but you've even put Burrow higher than Stafford, it seems like. So oh, I have Burrow here at like what, like seven? 
I have Burrow. Yes, I have Burrow at seven, Ooh. higher than Stafford. Okay, well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yes, because the guy that I have over Burrow, and it's someone that I have as another big plus mark bump up next season, it's going to be Lamar. Um, okay. He's still the MVP. He's still our MVP waiting quarterback here that we know. Um, I still think last year they were injury ridden. They already have three players on the pup list. Um, you might as well, you know, get that engine going for Lamar. I know that everything is controversial about his contracts right now, but guess what? He showed up to training camp this week for Baltimore. So it's going to be good news for the Ravens, especially if they don't get a whole camp chancellor situation, you know, where he gets hurt on the contract year, God forbid. But I'm thinking, barring from injury, the Ravens are looking for a huge bounce back. I think Lamar, in order for him to do that, he's going to have to outprove himself over Joe Burrow. So that's why I have Lamar over Burrow. That's my reasoning. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I have Burrow higher just because I can't unsee what he just did last season. And he's going to have a much better protection season. Yeah, he will have a lot better protection, but I also think Lamar will have better. Hopefully, he'll have more of his squad back. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll have That's more perfect. of a team. I think Lamar will have a bounce back, but I do have questions about their receivers, if I'm being honest. That's my biggest concern with Lamar, really, more than anything else. I mean, we've always had questions about their receivers, even before Marquise Brown left. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like this is it's probably the worst they've been <laughs> since he's been there, receiver. Maybe not. Rashad Bateman is an interesting player. You could follow. Um, okay. So I have – so you want to get into the top five? That's what Yeah, we're that's what we got left. Okay. So the top five, I have number five, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if that's higher or lower than you have your father, but – He's hey, whoa, whoa, incredible whoa. talent. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Vikings are not owned by the Rodgers, okay? Let's, that let's clear that up right now. We're, we go 500 with them most of the time. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. If wow. anything, we're like that annoying uncle that shows up on your holidays. Rodgers, yeah, he just kills the Bears every time. My mistake. Sorry. But I have Rodgers five. Four, I have Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Uh, best quarterback ever. As long as he's there, he could always easily win the Super Bowl. It's probably possible that he will get eight because he's Tom Brady and he always wins. Uh, so I have him at four, but at the end of the day, he is like 45 years old. So I couldn't put him any higher than four. Who do you have at five and four? We'll let the suspense build for the last couple. Oh, Colby, Colby, Colby. Um, you're wrong on Rodgers. I have to say that right away. You're wrong on Rodgers, man. <laughs> Um, he will not be sniffing. He will not be sniffing this area at all, Woo! in my opinion. Yeah, I'll be, I'll give him the respect that is that he does not deserve to be in this little area. I don't see the um, games last couple of years. I don't know. Don't worry, don't worry. Hang on, let me get to it. Um, so at five, and my reasoning for these are, it's because he's just old, and it's at number five. It's Brady. I think Brady is my number five. For me, it's because he's old. He was supposed to retire. He didn't. He's coming back. He's just trying to push through whatever accomplishment he's trying to seek through. Go for it. I'll respect for whatever Brady does. Because like you said, if he's on the roster, you do have a shot. Um, The next one, though, and this is someone that the next couple guys is just you need to win a big game. And that's Herbert. I have Herbert at four. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I have Herbert at four because I have him at the same level as Brady, you know, in the essence of you can win a, win a Super Bowl, but I need him to win that big game, a playoff game, to prove it to me that he should be in the top tier of the category. If he doesn't do that this season, he might be dropping down to the tens, you know? Like, yeah, yeah you're an incredible athlete, but we're going to be talking to you like, like we talk about Kyler. You know, like you're an amazing quarterback, but where have you been in the playoffs? Like, you're like Kyler, you know? Like, where have you been? So that's where I see Herbert at. So he just needs to show me a big playoff game this year in order for me to cement him in my top three. It could easily I love him top. so much. If he wins the suit, I mean, realistically, if Justin Herbert pops off with as talented as he's shown, everything he's shown, if he like won the Super Bowl next year, which they have a pretty good team, it's certainly possible, he could easily be one on this list next year. 
he wins like if he won the Super Bowl, he could have a fair argument to be. He could be like he's probably the best quarterback in the NFL. He obviously hasn't oh, yet, yeah. so he's not there. But that's the potential he has. Especially if he gets the flow growing back again, dude. Justin Herbert with the flow of the helmet, dude. It's good. It's a good look for him. You got to got to win Super Bowl games with the flow. And that's how you do it. Yeah. Just a personal opinion, Justin Herbert. Please. <laughs> I like it. All right, so we're into our top threes. We have two of the same three guys in our top three. You have Rodgers and yours, and I have Burrow and mine. That's where we differ. So at number three, I have Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Super quarterback, amazing player. Couldn't put him any higher because he hasn't been to the Super Bowl yet. It's the only reason I have him at three. He's easily as talented as the other two guys. It's a good three. I'll admit that. It is a good three. Um, mine is Mahomes. You have Mahomes. Mine, wow. Mine is Mahomes. Um, I said we we mentioned it a little bit. I like to mention it a lot. I like to bring it up a lot. It's just that Mahomes does have. We did see this weird off period of Mahomes. Weird stretch of games where Mahomes was just absolutely struggling, and he still had his receivers. He still had weapons, but he was just struggling. You know. Um, we didn't know what was going on and everyone just thought he was like sick or something was just off, you know, in the locker room, but it was just, everybody is something that we see repetitively throughout Mahomes' play is that he does have just in the regular season, which is the best part about Mahomes is that yes, it's an, it's usually early in the regular season, which you can get the kinks out, you know, that Mahomes does have this stinky stretch, you know? That's why I have them right here because the next two guys usually don't have a stinky stretch and they're very consistent. All right. So we really disagree on Rogers and Burrow. All right. So number two, Emma Holmes. Number two is where I have Joe Burrow. I have him at two because I've never seen anything like what Joe Burrow did last year, ever. Manning, Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, none of them ever did anything. Like, yes, they won the Super Bowl. None of them ever did what Joe Burrow did last year. Dragged a team that won, what, like four games the year before, had like 1,000 – it was like, what, the 28th odds to win the Super Bowl. No blocking. He had no blocking, and he made it to the Super Bowl. He does have crazy weapons, which obviously helps. But he's just an amazing quarterback. He's an amazing leader. His, like, poise, his presence is just, like, insane. Like, I mean, that's one of the worst – like, no disrespect to the Bengals. They obviously have some great pieces. But that's, like, one of the worst rosters to make the Super Bowl, maybe in, like, the last 10 years. Probably Maybe the worst roster to make the Super Bowl. Possibly. You could argue that. So that's why I haven't – be a, that's, an epi- that's a topic for another time. But uh, – So who do you – right have? there. So is that way too high for Burrow? By being prisoner of the moment? No. To be a prisoner of the moment on Burrow? No, absolutely not. Um, I was about to say, the proof is in the pudding. I thought you um, admire. I, I was about to say, he's a guy that you admire. It's it's hard to not, it's hard not to like, you see, like you said, like he had, what, they their team let off the most amount of sacks, I think, in a playoff run in history. And they were still winning games. I think that was the stat is that that's how terrible their own line was. And like he said, their own line is going to get better. So we're supposed to see more of Joe Burrow as long as he does not go to FedEx field, which is known for tearing everyone's knees apart. He doesn't have to go for know. more years because it's, they don't play the division. Yeah, the rotation. Yeah, that's what I was about to say because it's a rotation. But um, – yeah, I was about to say, as long as he does not have to step foot in FedEx field, one of the – we already know is just a absolute shithole of a stadium. But <laughs> I'm not getting tickets to go there, so I'm not expecting uh, – I'm not expecting any promotion. But <laughs> um, anyways, just, you know, that's where he got his first injury, for those who didn't know, and then everything. Uh, I think it was what, Chase Young did the tackle on him? It was from, I don't know. It was so long ago, but it was so cruel. Some people like watching injury videos. I don't like them. I don't either. I just, I just like to know when it all happened. But anyways, that happened. And we all seen the bounce back year that just happened to fold unfolded before us this year. Um, So, yeah, I just want to say if he holds up to his end of the bargain, which is going to be very tough because guess what? Next year, like we talked about, and it's gonna be Lamar, you know, like I mentioned earlier. It's gonna be him versus Lamar. And you know, pick it. 
it's going to be him versus Lamar. And whenever Deshaun Watson decides to join the scene, it might be interesting when he joins. Pickett will be a part of the scene as well. Trubisky Pickett as well, just because Steelers as an organization, Tomlin. I am not. It's not Pickett. It's Tomlin. You're going up against Tomlin. You're going up against Tomlin. That's what it is. Tomlin will bring those boys to competition, ready to go every Sunday. I'm not worried about the Steelers. I still think they're going to be competitive. Um, Steelers stat for you when we're done with the rankings that I discovered. Of course, of course. And is that never mind? Never mind. Anyways, um, but yeah, my number two guy. I don't know if I said it yet. Would be Rogers. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to have him one the way you were talking. No, it's still Rogers. He ain't going to be the number one guy. He has the double double back to back MVP. Um, but it's still going to be uh, your eight, and it's because and it's because he's aging. You know, I don't like. I think the next guy up should be, and I think we both have him at number one, Josh oh, Allen. I had Allen at three. Oh, so never mind. We did mess up. Mine is Josh Allen. Well, guess what? I think Josh Allen, it's his time to shine. I think he should be ready, of course, for MVP year. Um, I mean, we say that every year, but I think this is now it's, – it's time, right? It's, it, this should be time for him to pop off, get his ring, you know, cash in. What do you think? Who's your number one, Cole? It looks like since I whiffed. But who's your number one? No, I mean, I respect putting Josh Allen there. He's definitely amazing. He's like Big Ben, but way faster and smarter. He's like an upgraded Big Ben, which is great. Oh, yeah. Like, so that's nuts. Uh, I have no problem with uh, – I disagree that he's won just because he hasn't won the Super Bowl. That's got to count for something. But I can yeah. respect that he's as talented as anyone I've seen. He's amazing. Number one, I still have Mahomes. You are completely right that he's had weird stretches and games where he kind of sucks. But – He's still, at the end of the day, been in the last four AFC championships. And he only won two. But the first one, he lost because of a coin flip and a dude on his team jumping off sides. If that didn't happen, if Frank Clark or whoever, or D Ford, uh, if D Ford didn't jump off sides, he'd have probably gone to three consecutive Super Bowls because he was definitely going to score. Uh, and then he threw the – he did blow the Bengals one this last year with the pick, you know, over time. But – Still, that's got to count for something. He's been to two Super Bowls. One, he had no line, so he got killed. Uh, but when he had a line, he was really good. He still does things that no one else can do, and, and he's got the hardware. Like, I agree that Allen is right there, maybe if not more impressive physically. But, I mean, Mahomes has the hardware, which has to count for something. So I have him the one. See, I think for me, it's just that I think it's the need that he needs to get that hardware. For you, it's that they already have it, which I respect. I do respect the fact that, yes, he has it. It's proven. It's done. But I feel like if Josh Allen does get that number one, then he'll, he would submit it prove that he is that number one for me. You know, that's why I have him at one, because if he gets that ring, I think that means he proved that he is the number one when we made these lists. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a great number one. I mean, I literally have him. I have literally Rogers, Mahomes, Allen written on the same line. Like literally, they all share the same line because I had to. It was literally me just pulling tooth and nail. Who should be higher than who? Um, Rogers and Mahomes both have the hardware, like you said, to prove it. And that was something that I had to put in there. But Allen just didn't show. He just brings more so much to the table for me. You know, he for me personally he just brings so much to the table, you know. So I mean both guys do. Let's be real, both guys do, but the pack is taking a down step. For me, it turns me off when I see four weeks or three weeks of uh shaky gameplay, you know, when Josh Allen, the only thing that will be shaky is he decides to run too much for one game, you know. Like that is something that is concerning about Josh oh, Allen is he takes off. He'll just take off. Jacksonville you know? game. Yep, like I said, yeah, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, where he just the other Josh Allen just ate him alive. Yeah, you know, so, against other people that have the same name—that's a huge weakness. Yeah, as long as as long as the Chiefs don't don't trade for Josh Allen, we're tra- we're good. <laughs> the linebacker or D lineman, whichever position he plays. A word. All right, that's some fun QB rankings. That was a good segment. I enjoyed going through that. That was a lot. Before we uh, wrap up, I don't know how much time you got, but I think now that we got the time, it's good to see. Hang on, let me see if I saved it or not. Let's go ahead and pull up these Madden top 10 QB rankings. Oh, yeah. Because is a- for some of you that don't know, these are just ob- 
atrocious. I don't know how. And maybe just as controversial as ours. Worse. I don't know how Dak is always so good in that. They give him like the X factor. I'm like, how? What? This dude should not have the X factor. He's like the sixth highest rated quarterback in the game. I had him at 13 and you had him at 14. Like, that's crazy. Man rankings, yeah, they're horrible. Um, while you pull those up, you want to hear my Steelers fact? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So, you know how we've been talking about going to this uh, Steelers Colts game, right? Right, right. It's so I was talking to Dylan about that. This was probably like a couple weeks ago at this point or a week or two ago. But I was talking to Dylan and he's, we were talking about it. He was like, oh, dude, I'll be down to go to that. But, anyways, we were talking about if we went or not. Like, and I was talking about we were trying to go. And uh, he was trying to talk about how the Colts would kill the Steelers. And I was like, bro, are you kidding me? Can you tell me when the last time, guess when the last time the Colts beat the Steelers in a football game was? Was it like probably like, it would probably either be Manning or Unitas. Those are probably the only two. Unitas, not that far back, no. Probably Manning or Unitas. Those would be the only two roasting points that I could see you bringing up. Not that bad, come on. So was it, was it Manning, Unitas, or Luck? Which one of those three? Manning. 2000. During the Manning era. Whew. 2008 was the last time the Steelers beat the Colts. And I'm going to pull it up right now and count for you. Because Dylan was trying to talk shit. I was like, man, this, this Colts have never beaten the Steelers. That is the only time Mike Tomlin has ever lost to the Colts was his first time. Since then, he has won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games in a row against the Colts. Has never lost to him again after that first time. <laughs> He's not going to start this year. Maybe Mike. Yeah. I don't think he will. Jim Ursay must have said something to Tomlin on his way out. <laughs> there must have been something said to Tomlin on his way out of Indianapolis where he was like, I am never going to lose to these assholes again. <laughs> and in all kinds of ways, we've had some thrillers within two and three points. We've had a couple where we just ran them out the building, but they don't beat us. That's crazy, though. Even through the luck era, you guys were winning games against them. That's never, actually a good stat. Never beat the Steelers. Couldn't do it. All right. So, the Steelers will be playing Matt Ryan, who Madden rated at 81 overall, a top 10 quarterback. Top 10? Um, no that way. was their 10, right? No. I might be overshooting it, but one, two, three. 81. Six, it's seven, usually eight, more people higher ranking than that. 10, 11, 12. <laughs> never mind. I was, I'm tripping, but still. Yeah. He's right there. Right above him is Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray. What's at 84 Murray? overall. Kyler Murray's only 84. Yeah. Should be higher than that. Come on now. Guess who has the same overall as him? Deshaun Watson. Really? I think he should probably be higher than that too, if we're being honest. Yeah. That's more fair. Oh, it gets worse, Colby. Hang on. Your Super Bowl winning quarterback, which you've probably seen on this list, is only an 85 overall. Yeah, Matt Stafford. No respect. Yeah. No respect around these parts. What? So no hang respect? on. Here, here's all the quarterbacks that they have Dak Prescott above after Matthew. They have them above Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, oh. Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert. That's crazy. He's nowhere near him, though. He's not even in the same category as all those guys. So if you're Madden, you're telling me, this is what Madden's telling us, folks. The only five quarterbacks that are better than Dak Prescott in the entire football league are Joe Burrow, who is slightly – they gave him a slight edge. Joe Burrow slight is a slight edge. Of, uh, slight edge. Um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. And that, the gap between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott is considerable. But they're saying Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott are in the same class pretty much. And Justin Herbert Not true. and Lamar Jackson. No one on this planet that has eyes – that watches the NFL consistently can that's not a completely biased can tell me that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. That is just absurd. Justin Herbert is literally every sense of the way. Not even close. It's hard to watch. It really is. So yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, we will get into next time, do some of the Madden rankings going up and down on some of these guys, because some of them are just so bad. Yeah. They are just crazy town. So Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, so there you have it. July twenty fourth, QB rankings. We're closing in on the NFL season, folks. Anything else you want? Oh, to it's a good time of year. Can't wait. Mm-hmm.
Anything we missed? I think that was it. I think that was it. I thought, right. I thought that's what, yeah. All right, good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. For more content, follow us on Spotify or our Instagram page if we ever decide to update that. So go ahead and give us a shout. Shout. You get what I'm saying.